There's a smart new website that will change the way you invest using social media. Like Folio. Here to explain a team of brothers, Andy and Landon Swan, of Like Folio. And they've always been building out great technology at the intersection of social and trading. Powered by unique social data. Analyzed by legendary traders. The Like Folio broadcast starts right now. On October 23rd, 2016, Likefolio put out a breakdown alert on Nike to our um, premium clients, hedge fund clients. Um, I'll go through it real quick. Uh, Again, this was August 23rd. The stock price was 60 bucks at the time. Uh, The first page goes through how Nike brand mentions were dropping for the second uh, consecutive quarter. And so that, that was, uh, just overall mentions of Nike and Nike brands, uh, falling off for two consecutive quarters. And then, uh, we got into purchase intent mentions, which were even more concerning and had a very significant slide over that same period with kind of a peak in April and then a steady downtrend, really kind of a severe downtrend in purchase intent mentions for Nike, uh, from, April through that August 23rd alert that we put out. Uh, here were our notes of interest. Um, purchase intent mentions peaked in April. The stock over the past, oh, sorry, the drop over the past two months is significant. When combined with an increasing stock price, we see a divergence opportunity, which is something uh, we talk about a lot on the we podcast. We love those divergence opportunities. Divergence opportunities are, are beautiful. Uh, then, then the third bullet point you have to remember this was actually right after the olympics so we would normally expect to see a bump in purchase intent mentions through the two weeks of the olympic summer games that we did not and instead saw further erosion leads us to believe nike will have poor sales numbers for the remainder of 2016 um and then we summarize breakdown alert issued on nike consistent drop in purchase intent volume even through summer olympics indicates reduced consumer interest in Nike brands and products. We believe the company and the stock will see reduced sales numbers for the rest of 2016 and that the stock is at risk for a drop of 12 to 20% from the current price of $60 per share. So that was about three months ago out to our hedge fund clients, uh, premium clients. And um, now the stock's at 50 bucks, so it's down 16%. So I'd say we nailed that one. And the reason that... um, that we wanted to do the podcast today is twofold. First of all, to pat ourselves on the back and to draw some business to our premium alert service for hedge funds and professional uh, investors. I think that's important and kind of what pays the bills around here. But secondly, um, you know, so that we can get a little bit of discussion going around what's going on with Nike now that we're um, that we're here three months later, we're kind of getting into the shopping season. Does Likefolio still see uh, negativity in Nike's future, or have we uh, turned the page? And so for that, I'm going to turn to Landon, who has got all the details on where the social data is for Nike, up to the minute stuff. <laughs> and yeah, when we talk about our Likefolio social data, we've kind of got three metrics. So we've got the brand mentions, which is how often people are talking about brands and products. We've got the purchase intent, which is when they're talking about spending money on the products. And then we've got the sentiment, which is, are people happy with the products that they've bought? Uh, do they do they like them? Do they not like them? 
Um, you know, when we issued that alert, everything was looking fairly bearish for Nike. And that's why we put out the alert. Now, um, purchase intent is actually still sliding. It's down even further than it was. However, mentions and sentiment are picking back up. And so we've got three things that we're looking at and they're not all telling us the same story now. And so I would say that Nike in our books has shifted from bearish to neutral kind of wait and see mode. Got it. Um, especially with the stock price down. Yeah. The stock from, price from where it was has pulled back from those highs significantly. And, um, we've also found that, that brand mentions and consumer sentiment tend to at least a, a good amount of the time lead purchase intent right. decisions. And so right. you start to see an uptick in sentiment around a brand before you start to see an uptick in purchasing behaviors around the brand, which completely makes sense, um, you know, from a shopper's perspective. So uh, I think that's a decent sign that maybe um, the worst is behind Nike at this point. Or it's soon to be behind. Or soon to so, be behind. So the purchase right. intent is still sliding. So maybe over the next, you know, month or two, and maybe the next earnings report will show uh, further uh, lower sales. But as you're talking about the mention volume and sentiment is on the way up, and that kind of indicates that maybe in the future purchase intent is going to go up, which of course leads to more sales. So that's why it's kind of foggy right now. We're, we're calling it a neutral um, if I had to bet, I'd say maybe a little bit lower the next little bit and then back up. But again, with three different metrics pointing different ways, I'd rather just go neutral, especially when we were short since 60. You know, we've got a 16% gain in the bag. Uh, this is a great time to go neutral. Yeah, and there's only so long you want to stay short the top brands and top companies in the world. Absolutely. Right? Um, well, just an anecdote, I know that we've got, uh, and the data you just went through is far more comprehensive uh, than this, but I coach two, um, basketball teams of fourth and fifth graders, one boys team and one girls team. And out of the 20 total kids, I bet there are two pairs of Nikes on the floor. It's all Under Armour, Adidas. There's a little bit of Reebok, but it's, I mean, when I was, you know, you get made fun of. This is going back. If you don't Wait. have the swoosh back in the day when oh, you were no 12. Kidding. It was dominant. You had to have your Nike Air. You had to, if you had your Jordans, that was super cool, but you had to at least have the Nike Air or the Reebok pumps. Yeah. That Reebok, was cool for Reebok a little while. Reebok pumps were definitely cool. They had their moment. <laughs> they had their moment. But yeah, I was just, I was kind of, cause I was preparing for this. I was just looking yesterday. We had practices. I was looking at their feet. And I was like, holy cow, this is a total shift. That has occurred. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like if you fast forwarded five years from now and 10% of people carrying a cell phone had an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Like that, right. that's the kind of shift that we're talking about. That's, when the, you Steph, talk, that's the Steph Curry effect on the Under yeah. Armour. Yeah. The, the, the kids just love Steph Curry and they want to wear exactly what he's wearing. Man, did Nike miss that one? Sure did. Um, so what are you seeing on the stock, Nick? I mean, a lot of times, um, when you've had a big move like this, there are opportunities. Um, you know, even if you're moving to a neutral sort of outlook, uh, are you seeing anything in terms of the options or anything that we can do with the stock or just kind of take us through what you're seeing with the stock, um, you know, leading up to this point? Yeah. So to touch on what Landon already said, um, you know, it's really nice looking at the social sentiment graphic here in Thinkorswim. Um, it's just a, it's a great addition to the platform and you can visually see the uptrend in overall mentions and the uptrend in, in sentiment of Nike. 
And what we look for, we've talked about in the past, we look for divergence. So we want to see the up, in this case, the uptrending in mentions and the uptrending in sentiment coupled with some downtrending in the stock that may be starting to stabilize. What I'm seeing here is that maybe starting to stabilize actually happening. So we had a downtrend from mid August from about 60 to now we're at 50 here in Nike. The downtrend resistance is actually broken. So that resistance in theory becomes support. And what I've seen the past few days is Nike's been testing that downtrend resistance turn support and hasn't broken back below it. Also, coupled with the 50 price level, that's a big psychological barrier for investors. Yep. You're going to get automatic price support. You know, just buyers stepping in at that price point from a psychological perspective. So I think that combination of events um, makes for an excellent case to definitely be covering your short position. Okay. Yep. Now, whether or not to go long, um, I think the purchase intent is a pretty important piece of this puzzle. So I wouldn't necessarily say, boom, let's go long. Uh, but definitely, um, if I was going to tilt any direction, I would tilt bullish for now. Just keep an eye on the purchase intent. If it starts to flatten or get, you know, pick up and pace, then gung ho buy. How much are, um, do you have thinkers swim up right now? I do. The, um, let's say January, um, puts in the, 55 to $58 range, or sorry, 45 to $48 range. So under the current price by a significant amount, mm-hmm. how much could I sell those for and just kind of commit myself to, all right, if it gets down there, I'll buy some Nike stock. You could sell the January 45 puts for 47 cents right now. Okay. 47, 50 cent range. Those are the 45s? Those are the 45 January puts. That's so the 45 bad. strike. Now, 10% move against you and you be- get. Before you commit to that strategy, I would encourage you to consider a um, a debit strategy because the implied volatility levels are near the low end of their 52 week range. So premium is very cheap in Nike options right now may even be a call buying opportunity. If, if we had that purchase intent piece of the puzzle, yeah. I would just go nuts buying calls. Um, since we don't have that piece, you know, you could do something a little less capital intensive and just buying around the money call spread in January or something like that. Yeah. I like that. I think, you know, I always like to, I like, there's no such thing as neutral in my world. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. to have something going. Um, I'm a bit of a trade junkie, but, um, you know, I think it's important to have action going all the time. Um, position bullish then. Yeah. Position bullish. In, okay. my, in my opinion, the price pattern lines up bullish. The, uh, social sentiment is almost there from a bullish perspective. Mm-hmm. We're just missing that purchase intent. So, you know, five or four out of the five pieces that we want of the puzzle are, are suggesting bullish. We've got purchase intent suggesting still a little bit bearish, uh, but I don't I don't know if that completely outweighs the bullish opportunity here. Cool, I would be careful. Yeah, the, I mean you, definitely. That's why I'm not going too crazy. Has shown to lead this stock, and it's still way down. So again, I would not be surprised if we had another earnings report that was a little disappointing. After that point, though, I'd, if you, put it on your calendar. Yep. Check it. In, check it in a month, month and a half. We'll put it on all of our calendars because we've got. Um, I'm announcing here for the first time, Likefolio has now started a new free product um, for traders and investors called the Likefolio Letter and Opportunity Alerts. Um, you sign up on, just go to likefolio.com and click on under products. There's um, Likefolio Letter and Opportunity Alerts. It's free. Uh, what we do is once a month, we will send out um, sort of a summary of uh, sectors and consumer trends where we're seeing movements in the social data that might be interesting for people uh, as a monthly newsletter. And then along with that, 
um, every once in a while we will send out these kind of alerts on individual stocks uh, or sectors that um, that we think are interesting so that people can uh, look at it in the thinkorswim platform for themselves they can uh, decide whether or not uh, to make a trade but that's a completely free product we understand that our premium stuff is out of the price range for most uh, retail investors for most individual investors and so uh, we want to put something of value along with this podcast out in written form. So uh, make sure you go to likefolio.com and get those uh, and get yourself signed up for the free uh, likefolio letter and opportunity alerts. Uh, also, make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter. That's where we put out uh, most of our stuff in uh, real time. And really, uh, just glad to have everybody listening to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for listening to us pat ourselves on the back a little bit, but also, um, you know, I think we found something that we can do with this information uh, from this point forward. At least I am. I'm going to go put a little bullet straight on no matter what Landon says. Mm-hmm. Um, or wear my uh, dissenting collar or whatever. <laughs> dissenting opinion collar. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, don't, I don't know if you said that, but did you already cover your short position in Nike? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, that's covered. And... Um, Got a few notes back from some clients that they did as well, which is awesome to hear. That's beautiful. Um, so we're glad when people are making money. And um, until next time on the Likefolio podcast, hit us up, Andy at Likefolio.com if you've got questions. We try to get to as many of those as possible. Appreciate you listening. Have a great day. Bye.